Live from the summit in Phoenix, Arizona, the Gore presents Sales Training Boot Camp with Bill Vilma and Patrick Conway. Today's topic, being the MVP for your VIP. MVPs, VIPs, we're in the right class, right? Do me a favor, since it's the morning, it's the second day, and I had four hours of sleep, stand up. Come on in, Braid Graves, come on in. Cool. I'm just going to do like a little bit of something. I'm sure that you can follow me because we were all in high school. So give me a P. Give me an H. Give me an I. Give me an O. What's that spell? Oh my gosh. Now y'all can sit down. The Phil Puma. I Talk about an MVP. I feel like he should be at the free throw line and it's like game one of the season and the crowd's already chanting MVP, so let's give it to him. MVP. 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 Me and Phil got our start together and I think that I, for like the first year of the core being around, I might have been beating him and then he decided to just like take off. But what's really cool is, believe it or not, I always get a little nervous. I'm like, man, I hope I bring a lot of value. I hope I bring a lot of energy. And me coaching with Phil makes me feel very, very nice and fuzzy and warm because I can just be the backup dancer because he's going to give you lots of knowledge, lots of energy, and I can just kind of, you know, beatbox in the background. So that's my job. But I've always looked up to Phil like Jay Brown had it perfect. He's like, a lot of people have posters of Michael Jordan on their wall. And if you've ever been to my office, I do have that. But I'm now getting a poster of Phil Puma. It won't be that tall, but like that's what I need in my life. So... I'll go into a lot of more of my story and stuff, but one thing that is super important to me, where I look up to Phil probably the most, is Gia and Maddie. I mean, I like, I've been around his house, I've been to a site visit with him over 10 times to his office, and anytime I interact with his kids, they're like the most polite, like super engaged at a high level. They're like sociability off the charts. They're so respectful, and I know that comes from Phil and Tammy, and I hope that I can be as good of a dad as you. That. So take it over. Tell us what we're learning today. Awesome. Thank you very much, Patrick. I appreciate you for that unbelievable introduction. I had no idea what he was going to do. I tell you, out of all that and what he said, I mean, just hearing what he said about my kids is the most important thing to me. And I noticed for a lot of you guys, but I think if we do all this other stuff and be MVPs and work our butts off, we can have that. We can have that. Um, Patrick said it right. So we were at the first um, summit together and we connected. Um, he obviously likes to have a lot of fun. We, I like to have a lot of fun. So you got the two right people teaching this this MVP uh, via VIP or MVP for your VIP class. So I think you got the right two people. Um, I didn't sign up that first time, and I so wish I did. And he's the one that pushed me when I came back, and we were talking about numbers. You know, I took all this back. I can do it on my own, right? Honey, both said that. I, I can do this on my own. So I started doing it. And I came back, and he was like just surpassed me was like crushing it. I'm like I got to sign up I got to sign up I got to sign up we've always hung out we talk a lot um, he's been through a lot of adversity and and the core has allowed him just to keep pushing get through it I've talked to him plenty of times through this and that's what this is we're all gonna go through stuff we're all gonna go through stuff but he has been unbelievable at getting through it all right and 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 it's not alone he couldn't do it alone he does it with the support of us other coaches he does the support of students um the core just allows you to stay grounded no matter what happens things are going to happen to us it's just it's so tough just to come in after that the charity stuff and seeing that stuff and we think we got things going wrong really when we when they have families going through that like there's nothing like it but to do it we have to buckle down 
and bust their butt at work, all right? And the way to do that is you need to be an MVP in your community. Who wants to be an MVP in your community, right? You guys are on the right class, yes. That's the most important thing. Rick has talked about whales and whale hunting. That is it. You need to be the person in your community that everyone goes to for everything. Everything, all right? I'm gonna go back to when I first started in the Corps. I was doing all cold business, literally, cold business. I was chasing cold leads. I was running all over town, wasting time with people that I thought were ready to buy or sell. Thought were ready to buy or sell. Why was I going to touch base with friends, previous clients? They were just going to call me when they were ready, right? Why, why, why do I, I mean, I took great care of them. Five, seven years, ten years down the road, they're going to call me, right? Until I'm driving down the road and I'm like, hold on. Is that a sign in my buddy's yard? Who said that happened to you? Raise your hand, all right? That made me change, that made me change. And it was right when I was with the Corps and Rick was like, you are so charismatic. Why are you chasing these cold leads? All right, you already have people that know you like you. Get them into a database, put them together and take great care of them. And that's really what changed my business. It's so much more fun business. I love having fun. I know Patrick does, we talked about that. That has changed my business, is taking care of those people that know you like you will refer you and you need to be that person in your community all right with everything so if you don't have a database i know most of you in here have a database get that database together make sure you have vips that are connectors all right you need to be there for everything i'm going to give you a couple examples so what we're going to do here we're a couple things we're going to get through um we're going to let you have you find out who is a vip right where to find vips and what to do with them. those are the three things who where do where or what, what do we do with them all right we're going to do all those three things all right I'm going to tell you a few examples of how I'm the connector. See this book? Who do you think printed it? One of my VIPs. All right, you have to invite your VIPs to stuff. This is one of my workout buddies. All right, Rick has poker night. I invite him to poker. They meet. I make the connection. I get him the lead. He prints the book. You need to be that person, not let alone the connector, but you need to invite them to events. You need to be that person. All right. At the same poker game, Rick has a plumber. He might have talked about his plumber. I'm not sure if he did it on the stage or not. But his plumber, I know his plumber also. His plumber said, hey, who's that guy at the, at the poker game that does a printing company? I need some ads printed. All right? I connect them. I didn't just give them the number. I got them on a, on a three-way text, connected them. I am the connector. You want to be that person. That person. All right? So another, another person at this poker game. And this is what you need. Things that you do, that you have fun invite your vips to it you're doing it anyways you care about them they need to be in a relationship with you right they need to be in a relationship with you i bring my buddy who owns a restaurant who's been at my site visit and went to the italian restaurant right Good, awesome restaurant right so he comes to play poker with us him and rick kid it off and he's like you know i gotta come to your restaurant my clients come there they all rave about it they love it you know what he said just call phil whenever you want to get in he said that and like, he's like, what? Why did I call him? He's like, I'm not always there. He will make sure you get in and you get a table. Like you need to be that person in your community. You need to be that person in your community. All right. And we're going to show you how to do that. All right. You just need to be out and known everywhere. All right. We have our signs everywhere. Just blow it up. All right. You're there. The difference between us and the lenders is we have our signs there. So we can be this person in our community. We can be this person in our community. I think he's unbelievable at referring the people in his life. Like I can guarantee you in my business, all of my buyers use my lender 
all of my listings using my title company, but I can't really say that for anything else. And if you're ever in Phil's town, like all of his people go to the restaurant, all of his people go to his dry cleaner, all of his people go to this specific grocery store because it's the best. I mean, he does such a great job. It's like we can all refer more. So that's like the number one lesson that I would write down right now is refer more. That's exactly right. Because if you're taking care of them, they're going to take care of you, right? So many people wouldn't have made that connection and set that lead up for everybody. You know, if you care about somebody, the more you show that you care about them, the more you invite them into your life. And we'll talk about other things I do with my, I just obviously use that as a one example. That's just one event and all the connections I make from one event that we do. We play poker every other week. So every other Thursday we play poker. All right. And just making those connections, inviting people into that. All right. But that, so that's my story. My business went from cold business of 10 million to last year, 130 million. That's the difference between hey. cold business and warm business. Phil, how many people, like how many VIPs directly influence that 130, you think? What's that? How many oh. VIPs are influencing that 130? I would probably say 30% of my business is VIPs. 30% of my business is VIPs. How 30. many VIPs do you have on your list? On my list, 85. 85. How many people have 85? Raise your hand. Of course, Lubin does. <laughs> Lubin's in my market. Um, so it influenced your business on like a production numbers going from 10 million to 140 million, 30% at least VIPs. I have a little bit different story that I think is super, super important to me because I don't think I'd be standing here right now without some of my VIPs. Can, so, I, can I, in one, one uh, yeah, second, one sure, second. Before sure. the, the thing I wanted to end with there, the most important thing, not going from 10 to 130 million, it was the time with my family and kids that made the biggest change and difference. It was more fun. The business kept coming in. It wasn't cold business. I, worked, I went, hours went from 75 to 80 hours to 45 hours now. So that's the biggest game changer and difference that VIPs make. Sorry to interrupt, but go ahead. No, that's exactly where I was going because I think that VIPs just make things, everything a little bit easier. So you get to the core and you're supposed to do all these things and I think about laying seeds all the time and I'm so glad that I laid seeds for a long time because beginning of 2020, I come home, my wife's like, hey, I'm not really in love with you anymore. I'm like, whoa, what the heck's going on? Is this really happening? So start going through divorce. And then a couple months later, COVID hits. And I'm like, wow, I'm a single dad of three little kids, one special needs, he doesn't talk. I have an awesome nanny and then the nanny felt like she was in the middle of it. And she's like, hey, I'm gonna quit. And then like two days later, my dad had a heart attack. He's in the hospital. My leads are way down. My team, a couple of my team members quit. And then I literally had to go to a family member who worked for me and I had to let her go. And all these things are piling up and it's like, some days I didn't even want to get out of bed. It just felt like I wanted to curl up in a ball and probably just you know, sleep all damn day. It was very, very difficult. And I have to tell you, the reason that I got through that was because all the, the seeds that I laid with all the VIPs in my life. Like I literally had some VIPs in my life that would call me up and they're like, do you need me to pick up your kids from school? And I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to cry right now because yes, I need you to pick up my kids from school, seriously. I was going through a point where I had to work at, Without a nanny, there was like a four month period of time where I could literally only work from about 9 a.m. until like two, because I had to pick up kids and do all this stuff. And I was like, my business is going away. And every single VIP stepped up and they're like, how can we help you? Because I was laying seeds for them and helping them over all the time because of all the awesome coaches telling me what to do with those VIPs. So as I did that in my time of need of like two years of going through like crazy struggle bus, I'd have random people calling me, supporting me and boosting me up and saying, hey, how can we get Conway some more business? That's the only reason that I survived and I'm standing here right now. So who else, like, who are the individuals on your list? Yeah, so I'll go through, I, I, this is who is a VIP, and I'm going to go through individuals, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to list um, four different sections that really are, for me, VIPs, and then Patrick's going to talk about his people. So pretty much, 
It's people that know you, like you, and will refer you. All right? Will refer you is the biggest part of that. All right? We have a lot of friends like hanging out with, but they're just not that person that's going to refer. All right? Know you, like you, will refer you. All right? Family and friends that will refer you. Family and friends. All right? Not every family, not every friend is going to be that referral partner that's going to just go and find you a deal. All right? My mom is out there finding me deals, no matter where. She'll be in the grocery store. If she hears something about selling a house, she's been chasing people down. Her English isn't perfect, but she literally will get... And she used to say, hey, so-and-so's going to call you. Now she knows I need to get the number. She used to hand out my card. Now she gets me the number. But she will track people down. She, she actually... It was a different market <clears throat> when obviously things weren't selling. She heard this one person like and just tracking them down and literally I, I had their house listed and it wasn't selling. She's like, she's like, I'm already listed with your son. Right? I'll make sure he gets it sold. So, <laughs> but literally that's what you want. You want your family. And I always get on my dad. I'm like, dad, how come mom is always getting me more referrals than you? You need to get out there and get me some business. So, but I'm telling you right now, you need people on your list that are like that. That are in your, not every one of your family members is going to be like that, but you need to make sure they're on there, right? And business professionals. So I have a bunch of people in this section, and then we're going to talk about um, in this business professional that will refer you. Financial planners, CPAs, insurance agents, attorneys, recruiters, builders, contractor, vendors that you use. If you send them business... They should be on your VIP list, and there should be some reciprocal business, all right? Your lenders, all right? You guys need to be in a partnership. You're their VIP. They need to be your VIP. Home inspectors, attorneys, title companies, there's so many on this list, all right? And when I talk about different things we can do to set them up, all right, Rick talked about the wealth accumulator, correct? I use the wealth accumulator to obviously show value, right, to those clients. But I also use it for referrals for my VIP. When I get to that, that the first quadrant I was talking about, hey, I'm going to help you with this first quadrant with your real estate. When I get to the fourth quadrant down below, it talks about your money, right, and investing. I ask them one question. Do you have a financial planner? Are you investing money? Do you have a financial planner that you like? All right. The question is going to be yes or no. Yes, I have one. No, I don't. If the answer is no, I don't, can I put you in touch with my financial planner? He would be more than willing to help you, obviously, and just talk to you, have a consultation, see if you guys fit. Answer is always yes, sure. If they have one, we're always looking to grow our VIP list, right? Hey, I'm always looking for other business professionals that um, are good at what they do. Do you really like them? Yes. Do you mind if I just talk to him? I could probably give him some more business. I have a lot of clients that are, have financial needs. When I go over this form, there's people who don't have it. And then I can make that referral. So that wealth accumulator will allow you to add value to your VIP financial planner or get more VIP financial planners. All right? got to think of every opportunity. What can I make of this opportunity? It's huge. So your homework, write that down. Every single VIP on your list, you're going to sit down with them before the end of the year and go through the wealth accumulator. You have VIPs that you make more money than? Do you have any VIPs that make more money than you? So I have some VIPs that make more money than me, and I'm like super intimidated to show them the wealth accumulator. Is anybody else with me? And I finally stepped outside my comfort zone because Rick's yelling at us, wealth accumulator every appointment. And I'm like, I do like 20% of my appointments. I'm baby stepping my way there. And I finally stepped outside the box and I got a guy that owns financial planning company. His son's my guy and he's a super rich guy. He's probably 50, $60 million. He has 22 branches around the nation of a financial planning company. 
and he lives in San Antonio. And I had an opportunity to help him on a real estate deal, and we started really relating on some stuff, and I was like so nervous. I was like, I need to show you this wealth accumulator. It's gonna sound dumb. And I'm like, I know that you're super rich, and this is what I'm showing people, and I just wanna make sure that you think it's a good plan. So can I show you this? And I went through just like Rick does, and I was probably shaking a little bit, because this guy is like, I'm just trying to make an impression on him. I was like, I can't believe I'm talking to him about this. He's probably like, this is novice. And he goes, wow, that was awesome. Can you come to my office in San Antonio and show all my financial planner guys that? So I scheduled an appointment. I got in front of that office with 22 financial planners and like, it was a, knocked it out of the park. And all these guys who are supposed to be money experts are looking at me. I'm like, you know, I went through a divorce and gave up all my money, right? <laughs> I'll tell you right now, write that down. Get over your fears of the wealth accumulator. I've heard it in so many chats. Well, all my, all my clients have more money than me. They don't know how much money you have, right? But, and I always will get, do exactly what he said. Can I get your insight on this? What do you think? Should I add something? Like I go over this with all my clients. Like who, no matter who it is and how much money they have or how much they don't, I just change up how quick and how in depth I go into it. But that was right there. Get over your fears. Go over that wealth accumulator. Who's going to commit to showing it to all their VIPs before the end of the year for real? Yes. How many people are still a little intimidated by it? Cool. Go to Chad Lubin's Facebook, I think. I mean, I think you're the best at showing that. I mean, there's so many examples on Chad Lubin's Facebook page running through the wealth accumulator. And he teaches money classes all the time and just crushes it. So I'd highly recommend following that dude. He knows what's going on. He like, lays it out really simply. We got a question? question back there. Hold on, wait, wait for the mic. Wait for the mic. This class being recorded. Oh, good. Okay. Um, quick question: What is your guys' like go-to like thirty-second pitch on the wealth accumulator to like your clients when you want to bring that out? Like my client, like you guys were saying, my clients have more money than I do. Like, why am I, as a real estate agent, advising them on their wealth? How do you get over that, and what do you pitch to them? So when I exactly what I just said, if I feel like they're more successful or have more money than me, I tell them, hey, I'm really trying to help all my clients with money, and I think that you, I just look up to you big time on this, and here's what I'm showing my clients. Can I show it to you? And then you give me some pointers. So it allows me to get, and that's exactly how I got in with this guy, and then he brings me to his company in front of 22 financial advisors. If they're... If I feel like they don't make as much money than me, I feel like I have an obligation to show them that because the people that have been pouring into me where I have a little scratch in the bank literally showed me that, so I feel obligated to pay it forward to them. So that's just the mentality that I have. Does that answer the question? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I mean, the way I go over it real quick, I talk about that first segment. I said, hey, I'm gonna help you with this first, your real estate, all right? And I always go into, obviously, that helps accumulate wealth. They own a home. How much did you pay for this house again? What's it worth today? Oh my God, that's a lot of tax-free money that you're going to make if there's obviously tax-free savings. So we'll talk about that. I also, since second home is on there, I will say, have you ever considered a second home? If you ever do, I am your go-to. I have amazing realtors across the country that I can put you in touch with. Again, you want them to come to you for everything. Dude, he's a master salesperson. He's using that to refer his financial advisor, and he's looking for leads immediately. And I'm like, can I just present this to you? That's yeah. why he's better. So than me. that's it right there. Then obviously, the, you know, the second one is make sure you save some money. I'm sure your your loan officer is going to help you with that. They're going to make sure you have enough money in reserves. Um, they're going to be a professional at that. Um, I go into number three. Um, are you maxing out your 401k? Most people are yes. You're in good shape. Most people, oh, I need to do this. Yes, you need to do this. Max out your 401k. It's free money. They're gonna you put it away tax free. They're gonna match it. So I push people along. Most people aren't doing it or aren't maxing it out, or they are, and like, yes, thank you for telling me to do that. The last one is I told you with a financial planner. It gives me the opportunity to tee it up for a financial planner referral or a VIP follow up. So that's what I use it for.
And that's that's how I go over it. Yeah. Question back there. I just think it's good, like – Talk about your coach. Talk about Phil. Hey, I was sitting in a class. They went over the wealth accumulator. He's got five, six million. This is what was taught to me. I paid thirty five hundred dollars a month for coaching. This is what somebody worth seventy million dollars is is teaching me. I wanted to teach it to you. So, talk about someone else until you do have more money. Than them. <laughs> Kaplan, Kaplan. I just wanted to help all the realtors. A tactic for ROI is you can go back. Pull your MLS listings for your sales on all your clients for the last two or three years. Print them out, pull the tax records to see what the loan amount was, and then take the current value. Put a post-it note with yellow on it. Take what they put down versus what the value is. Say, hey, Patrick, you made 220% ROI in the last two years when you bought this house. Let me know when you're ready to go. And go hand deliver a couple per week. I'm going to go with my realtor and do it for two or three hours every week. Spend time with them. That's cool. All right, so we're gonna. I'm gonna. Oh, okay. Mark's a question. My question was just: Do you have any of your team members that present the wealth accumulator to clients? They do. It's actually in my listing presentation and in my buyer presentation. Or they have to go over it. It's right there. The only one I did not do it to, and he literally yelled at me. Rich's like, "You didn't do the wealth accumulator." I'm like, "It's your form." Like, I, 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 he yelled at me for not doing it. And then literally I came to the office the next day. He's like, ah, oh, don't worry about it. So he'll yell at you, but it's just crazy. I'm like, it's your form. Like, you know the form. And I got yelled at for not going over it. He's like, every client. I'm like, okay, every client, I guess, means you too. Uh, question. So do you do it like a month after closing or if it's with your longtime VIPs, you're just like, hey, let's go hang out. Let's get lunch and I'm going to pull this worksheet out. Or like, how do you cue this thing up? So that's going to be a question for Patrick. I have not done it with my VIPs. I do it every um, buyer uh, presentation and every um, seller uh, listing presentation. So I do it at my presentations. Um, that's all. I haven't done it with my VIPs. So that's. So I think to pour into your VIPs and educate them and be pushing them, and I've become kind of like almost the sales coach for a lot of my VIPs that are around. So I just, I mean, I, I like lead a book club. We meet for breakfast and coffee once a month, what I'm going to talk about. And during this session is when I'll bring out something like that and be like, hey, here's what I'm showing my clients. Y'all should show your clients this too. All right, so real quick on, the, on those four segments, the other one is um, connectors, any busybody. They don't need to be a business owner. They could be someone that just goes out all the time, right? They could be someone that goes out that just in and around a lot of people, talking to a lot of people. It could be a bartender. It could be a hairstylist. There's so many people. Um, another connectors are huge. Kaplan's boss is in San Antonio. He owns Legacy Mutual Mortgage, and the dude has sold and bought six homes in the last three years, I would say. Hasn't used me at all, but me and him are close. He's always kind of taking care of me, but he's such a connector and so influential, uh, Dan Diepenhorst. So he's introduced me to so many people. Like he introduced me to an insurance agent that is literally sending me a deal a month right now. He introduced me to somebody who wanted to buy an infill commercial property, and I closed that deal for like one five, and that's because of the influence that this guy had. So I might not be his local realtor, but just because he's so connected in town, it's like I want to stay close to him, so he's a VIP for me. Yeah. Under that business professional section, another one is probate attorneys probate attorneys anytime somebody calls you and says hey my mom passed away i need to sell her house great i'm not, i'm so sorry to hear that but we're here to take great care of it we'll make sure everything's fine um i didn't mean to say great at the beginning of that but <laughs> so um, we'll take great care of it but the way the, the, the thing that i was hitting on here is um really finding out do they have a probate attorney that's handling this do you have a probate attorney that's handling this if the answer is yes I'm going to need to have their information so that we make sure this transaction goes super smooth. I need to you know, contact them. I'm sure they have all their ducks in a row. I want to make sure the title is right. We don't have any issues and problems. So I call that 
probate attorney. Hey, I just want to make sure you have our information. We're going we're to take great care of you, take great care of the clients, make sure this goes smooth. Any questions, let me know. Everything good in the title. Um, when we get done, do you mind if I can just take you out to lunch? And, and I have a lot of clients that are looking for probate attorneys that don't have them. They're not set up like these clients. Can I refer you some business? So every time I get that, a divorce, who's your attorney? And I connect with the divorce attorney. All right, those are opportunities. Clients will call you, and I'm sure so many of you just go in and sell you know, mom's house and don't follow up with that probate attorney. I followed up with one. He didn't have any realtors chasing him. He's already sent me three deals. All right, three deals. So follow up with any business professional that you are. It's, a, it's an easy walk-in. We're sitting there trying to cold call probate attorneys, and we have someone who has a house to sell that has a probate attorney that has that connection that will introduce you to them. Find out every opportunity, every opportunity. Do you have any others that you add that we didn't talk about? I've in the boat big time on my list. Every single one of my team members. They've got to be on your VIP list. You've got to take extra special care of them. Yes. At most of our level, we just cannot function without that team, so they've got to be your number one. I am divorced and didn't have my ex-wife on my VIP list. Maybe I'd still be married if I didn't, so your spouse has to be on there. <laughs> my three kids are my top one, two, and three VIPs. I thought I was a good dad. I am the, one of the greatest dads you've ever seen in your life now, and my kids are by far my VIPs. So you got to look at some of the close-knit relationships, not just like work-related, work-related. It's like, man, i got to yep. take care of my team. i got to take care of my spouse. i got to take care of the super, super close people in my life. Those should be your top VIPs. R write that down because I think so many of us take the people that are close to us for granted. We take them for granted. Our family is number one and our team is number two. All right, we push those people more than anything and we need to make sure that we, we have them on our list. Wait for the mic right here and we'll get your question. It's right by our right number. Hey, I was just thinking about like the people closest to you, your kids, your wife, like do you do VIP calls for them? Like how do you like it's Monday, time for your VIP call, honey. And uh, like, do you literally do stuff like that? Do you treat them like VIPs and gifting and stuff like that? Like, how do you do that with your kids? You know, because they have friends whose parents move and things like that. I, I was just thinking, how do you actually treat them like VIPs? I think it sounds silly to do, but do you think that you do things and you're better when you do it on purpose or haphazard? When you do everything on purpose, you're better. So yes, they're on the list. Yes, I have a focus for them on Monday. But I mean, whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish, like I was not doing a good job of one-on-one -on -one time with each one of my kids. I have three little ones and I'm like, let's all hang out. And they all have three different personalities, three different sets of needs. And now it's like on purpose, I have to like literally write it down. My RP1, make sure that I have one-on-one -on -one time with each kid. And that has to be on purpose and I have to do it. And if you want to talk, call it a tactic or whatever it might be, but now it's actually getting done because I treat it that way. So I think far too often, especially for real estate, for some dumb reason, we just haphazardly do it because we're charismatic and it'll just happen. And then you feel weird about structuring it. And like structure and on purpose gets way better results than just, oh, it'll happen. So yes, they should be on the list. Yes, you should treat it that way. I mean, I, the one, I don't do the Monday calls to them. I mean, I do, they are on gifting and I do, I mean, I talk to them more than just Monday. I mean, like, cause I talk to them Monday, I talk to them literally every day. My daughter's at college. I talk to her every day, every day. And here's the thing is, if you instill in all of your VIPs close to you. Literally, this last week before we left, she sent us chocolate-covered strawberries. Hey, I'm thinking about you. I really appreciate everything you do for us. Like, to my, to my, me, my wife, and my son, you, I love our family. Thank you for all you guys do. I'm having a great time at college. I'm doing well. Like, that's what she did. Like, that's what we have to do to people in our lives because it'll just come back to us, right? But, yes, he said that, you know, as kids grow up, their, you know, their friend's parents could be 
obviously a real estate transaction. It's not like that's not why we do it with family and, and stuff, but it will eventually come, you know, it will come. I mean, do I make it sit down and they're on my Monday call list? No, they might be on his, um, but I talk to him literally. I talk to my daughter almost every day, even now when she's at college, literally every day, whether it's a text, FaceTime or a phone call every day. Um, I see my son every day he's in the house, my wife's there, and I see my team members every day. So I do the gifting, but I do not do um, the calls on Monday. I talk to him every day of the week. So. so I think that when you develop a really, really great VIP, I think it should be more than just Mondays. So I think about, like I have eight people in my life that send me 10 plus deals pretty much every single year. Uh, and those eight, I mean, we're boys, we talk all the time, all eight of us are on some group text. Like I probably talk to them twice a day, honestly. So I think that the, the closer the relationship, the more influence that you have on them, the more influence they have on you, and the more business you're doing together. So I don't think it's just a Monday thing. I think you're going to talk to them all the time. I'm going to give you guys a um, few minutes for table work. Um, I want you to mention your best VIP, your best VIP. Might be something we're missing. So your best VIP, shortest hair first, go around the table. Give you a couple minutes for that. So we're a third of the way done with the class already. Does anybody have a few tactics that will like change your life with VIPs? Yes. Not everybody's hands raised? Oh, wow. Is there, okay, so you already have tactics and we're only a third of the way done. We got two hands in the back from Lisa. Oh my, Lubin's got two hands. <laughs> so if we're doing a good job for you, we request a five on the survey and when you do it, be careful because if you click it weird with your finger, it'll give us four and a half, and then Rick will like literally <laughs> murder me with his voice and eyes and probably punch me in the face. <laughs> so if you're getting some good stuff, please keep that in mind. And we're and still going, we're still we going. We still have two thirds of the class remaining. Anybody great ideas that they wanted to share that we did not cover? I was like, yeah, oh, who, who was a VIP awesome. that was like, oh my God, like they, I gotta tell everyone about this. Who's got one? So my top VIP right now is an appraiser. Um, which a lot of people don't think about, but he goes to a lot of the estate properties. And then, you know, I mentioned I have the estate attorneys as well. So sometimes I'll get the lead from two different people, but I always honor the appraiser. He also has a real estate license, so I pay him 25%. But it's a beautiful thing. He was giving his business to somebody else, and I was like, give me a shot. And I closed more of them, so he likes me. Nice. So, nice. Like Very good. That's cool. I just wrote it down. I got any other cool ones that we missed? Raise your hand if you heard anything cool. I got two right there. Um, a couple of people mentioned that they get their business from older uh, real estate agents in their community. Like Sasha wow. went, Sasha went and um, met with like six phasing out older realtors and ended up, one of them gave her 62 deals over 24 months and she wow. paid her like a 30% referral fee first year, 25 the next year. I mean... It's genius. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Write that down. I mean, along that line, obviously commercial brokers, if you don't do commercial, property management's another one. So it's good opportunities there. Well, and we did it. We started during COVID because I was like, if I was 65 and I'd been doing this for 30 years, I would not want to deal with this market. And now I feel like it might be even more, you know, Worse, I would really yeah. go after them now. There's a question way, way in the back. Oh, um, hold on. Um, so one of my good friends growing up, he is was a very, um, at a very high-end hotel. He was the concierge, and he's referred me several leads. One of them turned into a $15 million sale last year. Very, very high-end hotel, but I actually hired him now, so he's on my team. So he's staying at VIP, but 
it's a great source, especially in my area, because it's very seasonal. So, Cool. I, I just, got one more back there. Right. Yeah, I just wanted to, uh, like, the older realtors, how does that conversation, like, how do you, like, you're old, uh, give me your business? Like, how does, how, like, I would just love to hear how that. <laughs> let's, get, let's get the mic back up to the professional. Hey, you're old, are you going to be doing this forever? <laughs> so, no, it was really gentle. It was just, uh, you know, taking them to coffee to pick their brain and learn from people that are super tenured and have had a way longer run, you know, have just been successful in our market. And then it's kind of like, do you have a kid in the business? Like, what's your legacy plan? Who are you passing it off to? Oh, is there anyone at your company you really like? If not, that's when I came to them. Like, if not, I would love to be that person. You know, our team's super competent. We've worked with you a lot. And then I am happy to offer something like a 30% referral fee on the first year so that it's more attractive than what your company might offer you. And um, and then we'll work all your deals and you just go out and network and enjoy retirement and pass them our way. And that it's been awesome. super successful. Huge, huge, huge. So if you're anything like me, I don't have 89 VIPs, so I need to get some more. How many people need more? I need more VIPs. I think we coach that we need 50 VIPs and... Rick's all about math. So how many people have at least 50 VIPs on a list? So we need some work. So I'm going to get into how to find them, but I'm going to give you some math. So with your VIP, what's the expectation for a lead? Like if you have a really solid VIP and you're working them the right way, what's your expectation? Like how many leads should they send you? I mean, I'm expecting at least a deal per, per VIP, a deal. I mean, when you take, I mean, it might be five leads. It might be 10 leads. At it least depends. a deal per year from a VIP. My kind of rule of thumb, if they're really connected and we're in this great relationship we're talking all the time, my goal is to grab a lead a quarter. I think we can all say yep. hey, a lead a quarter from a VIP if you're working them the right way. So a lead a quarter is kind of my rule of thumb. If I have 50 on a list and they give me a lead a quarter, how many leads is that? 200, 200 leads. What does a VIP lead convert at? Super warm, huh? 50%, I think, is kind of, is that yeah. what you see from your yeah. VIPs? I mean, 50% on a VIP, if you're working them the right way, should be it. That's 100 deals. If you just worked this system and had VIPs and you just focused on that, the math is 200 leads, 50 leads a quarter, that would be eight deals a month, eight transactions a month. Raise your hand if you are not consistently doing eight a month of personal production right now. So that alone, math-wise, makes sense. We can all have 50. We can all work them. Now, if you don't have 50, I'm going to give you some tactical things on how to do it. I'm really simple and basic. So the first thing that I do if I don't have enough is I go to the awesome people in my life, and I say, wow, you're amazing. Like, I need more people like you in my life. So you have literally changed my life. You make me want to be a better person. We're in such a great, awesome business relationship. So how you are to me, do you have somebody like that to you that you can introduce me to? So if I'm looking to gain more VIPs, I go to my current ones and ask them for an introduction to somebody that I don't know. So that's step one. There's three of them. So right, one, two, three, how to get more. So number one is you go to all the current great people and ask them for the introduction of somebody great in their life. Number two, get involved in things that you like to do. So for a long time, I know it makes sense, right? It's like, how simple is that? Get involved in things you like to do. So I feel like sometimes people push to things that they don't. So forever, Rick's like, join Chamber of Commerce or get inside Rotary. It's not really my scene. I don't know why, but I'm involved in a lot of organizations, and they all make sense to me, and I have a blast. And I think that chasing a VIP, if you have commonality, it just is so much easier. 
So I had a student that called me up. They're like, I'm chasing architects. I got the business journal. I got the top 25 architects. We got a lot of condos going on in our area, and I'm just chasing these architects. So I'm setting up happy hours. I'm giving them gifts. I want all these architects to be my VIP. And they're like working it and working it for like eight weeks, and they're struggling because nothing's really happening. They did a, a happy hour. like It wasn't really well attended, and he's like just getting frustrated. He's like, what is going on? So I said, okay, well, hey, let's back up. Who do you know previously to chasing these architects who's an architect? He said, I don't really know anybody. I said, okay, so what is it ar about architecture that really jazzes you? He's like, I don't really know nothing about architecture. Like, okay. <laughs> so, what, so why are you chasing architects? Like, I think you gotta make it a little bit easier on yourself. So you gotta get involved in groups that make sense to you. Like in San Antonio, I'm a big, gigantic Bears fan. I grew up in Chicago, and it sucks for me because my three teams are the Cubs and the Bears and the Spurs, and they're all rebuilding and they all suck. So it's a great sports time for me. But in San Antonio, we have the San Antonio Chicago Bears Association. It's a Facebook group. We all get together when the Bears are playing, and there's 255 members in the group, and we go to Anchor Bar and watch the game, and I show up in my vintage Walter Payton jersey, and they all love me. And they're like, oh, you're the realtor guy in the group. I'm like, yeah, shut up. I'm trying to watch the game. I'll talk to you about real estate after this. But it's like we immediately love each other. And I got to tell you, I'm the one realtor in the whole group. And all these guys that are transplants from Chicago coming in, that's why they love it. They're, they're probably making good money. They're all well-to-do. They don't know a whole bunch of people in town. So I become their realtor immediately. But it's because of the common bond that we have with the Bears. The other thing is I, I, I'm obsessed with pickleball right now. I've been really mad. Uh, Justin and Matt whooped my butt at pickleball, <laughs> but I gotta say, I need a rematch when I'm 100%, I'm just telling you. So I've been playing a bunch of pickleball, I'm a four or five pickleball player, I play at least twice a week, it's like unbelievable, I'm in two different leagues, there's a 50 person league and a 40 person league, so now I got 90 people, and they are all starting to send me business, which is really, really cool. I'm a big Texas country music fan, it's not country you'd hear on the radio, it's more like singer, songwriter, Americana, Southern rock, and there's a company out of Austin, which is really close to San Antonio, and they do a bunch of charity events, and they put on all these different concerts, and it's just what I love. Like, I love sitting around, going to, like, the hole-in-the-wall bar and watch some of these guys play. So I sit on the board of directors for Dixon Productions and help out with some of that stuff, and I've met some, like, super influential people that are all on my VIP list because that's stuff that I like to do. So you got to get involved in the organizational things that you like to do that are fun for you because if you go in there and you're having a good time, they're going to be like, wow, I'm attracted to you. It just becomes easier. So that's a great way to get more VIPs. Number three, Rick already gave it to you. This is my number one tactic that I'm taking away so far. It's like what I have to do all the time. And it's have 20 whales, and I have to call them every single week, which is how many calls? 20? Yes. <laughs> I have 20 whales. I'm calling each one of those people once a week for six months. Who's actually going to do that? I'm actually going to do that because I'm a tenacious, relentless beast, and I'm going to take Phil down one day. And I know that if I called all 20 of these people and I did it every single week for six months, would I have more VIPs than our whales? Would I? So that's what you definitely need to do. So you got three things. Call the current VIPs, ask for the introduction. Join an organization or two that's fun for you and do it on the regular and meet people. And then have your 20 whales and call them once a week for six months. Huge. So what I is, I'm just blown away. I'm like starting to, to kind of do this. I'm like orange theory guy. It's probably not exactly the same and it's not working out so great. And Phil's like the greatest connector guy of all time and he's the most magnetic. But he kind of started this workout group. Anybody heard about it before? And I just think what he's done with this group and the amount of business that he gets is like sick. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, so I, I, Patrick hit the nail on the head. Get involved in things you like to do. All right. I like to work out. 
So I'm in a workout group, it's called F3, um, and it's the three Fs are fitness, fellowship, and faith. Was anybody in this workout class doing bear crawls up a hill? <laughs> oh my God. I walked by and I was like, good job, guys. <laughs> so we do a lot of crazy, stupid things like that, and we do it at crazy hours. Um, we work out at 5.30 to 6.15. So from 5.30 to 6.15, it's mostly going to be business professionals. There's no one that's going to go and dig a ditch after working out and doing that type of workout from 5.30 to 6.15. When Rick talks about finding whales and finding VIPs, again, having that common bond, whether it's the bears, whether it's pickleball, or whether it's workout, whether it's faith, you have to find something that you do. And I do this every day, so I'm always in front of them. All right, and then we go to coffee after that. That's the fellowship. We pray after it too, but fellowship is we go out to coffee after. Um, so I'm with them. Mostly realtors are sleeping from 5:30 to 6:15. I'm working out with people that are important in my life, that I'm important in their life, that are VIPs. We go out to coffee. So I'm back home by seven o'clock. So between 5:30 and seven, I've already done more work than most people have done in a whole day. And it's not like that's all we talk about is business. But you have that bond, then business will come. From it. That's those are the guys that I invite and then connect with Rick with poker and then keep making connections. So that's the things that I do. So I've been um, at his workout twice. Both times, I'm not joking you, guys were coming up like, oh, Phil, this guy's looking to sell. And I was like, dang, this really works. So how, like, <laughs> how do you get them to refer you? Sure. Question back there and then on the, and then not. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. We got to get your lovely voice. Sorry. <laughs> So, Phil, just a little plug. There's also, that's a men's only group. There's also a women's only version of it as well, too. Yep. Um, I do it with the realtor back home, Brian Schweiker. For the last three, four months, I've probably closed four or five deals in the past four months. It's a good group because there's about anywhere between six and 20 guys probably that show up. Correct. And uh, we do cigar night and pizza night. It's just a good group of guys or girls. So, um, it, it, your VIP yeah, list is built for you just right there if, if you want to get started there. Awesome. So it's, F, it's F3Nation.com a site. For women, it's FIA, Females in Action. It started in Charlotte, North Carolina. It's, it's in mostly every state that's out there. Um, and it, there might not be somewhere real close to you, but it's just, it's been a game changer. I'll tell you now, forget business. It's been a game changer just in life. And I know, just in life. There's guys that will be there and have your back. They'll be there for anything you need, including your business. So find something you like to do. That's what I love to do, so I do it, and I do it every day. So find what it is. If it's pickleball, if it's watching the bears, whatever it may be. Yes. I was just going to – did you start, like, I, your little chapter? I did not start. I was in it pretty early. I was in it when, like, the first year of origination. So so many people all over the place know me just from being in there. And then – so you don't just go and do things halfway. When you get involved in something, I'm on the leadership committee. They had a competition – it's who could be the best leader. It's participant-led, so we actually lead the workout. We're not professionals, and we talk about that. If you're doing it, you're coming out at your own risk. You can't sue me if you get hurt by making you do bear crawls up the, up the hill backwards. <laughs> so we do it. We had a competition. So I, I wanted to go and win the competition because, again, if people hear my name, they see my name, it's up there. I'm going to obviously have that um, be out there with the public. So you get involved in something, just get involved in it. Do a lot. I'm involved in rotary. Get involved in rotary and do a lot of stuff in rotary. All right, that's what you need to do. Um, one of my team members, she got in a different rotary. She has just blown up from just rotary. All right, it's one of my buyer's agents. Today, there is a huge golf tournament in my town. And, and this was, it's all my buddies from New York. Most of them moved down there with me. Um, there's 144 golfers. I have probably helped them. I'm not exaggerating, 70 to 80 of them. I'm not there, but my team is there. 
My team is there for me. I'm usually at this tournament. I help sponsor it. Um, I'm always there involved with these guys. They have a golf league. I sponsor the golf league. I'm there for drinks. I don't have time to go out and golf. You got to like maximize your time. But I go there for the drinks after just for a little bit, buy them all around the drinks. Just staying in touch with those people, right? Staying in touch with those people. Golf could be your thing. If you're going to golf, don't golf alone or don't golf with just buddies that are, you know, you're paying for their weight. Be with business professionals, all right, that like it, other golfers. Question, more questions? Yes. Um, my question is the difference between a whale and a VIP. It's clear what a VIP is. How right. do I define that VIP as a whale? Sure. It's a great question. The simplest answer is anybody who makes 300 grand or more is a whale. What's your answer? Yeah, and I, I, I would probably say that is exactly right. And then it could have the potential to refer you four or more, four or more deals. Not one deal, four or more deals. So that's someone for sure you've had the conversation with that, hey, we're going to do business back and forth. This is what I'm going to send you. This is what you're going to send back to me. I think you have to have that expectation. Expectation. I'll tell you right now, with a group and people ask how I ask for business, business just comes. It's just one of those things. I, if you have a relationship you don't even have to ask for it. It just comes, all right? You're going to have to have those heart-to-heart -heart with some business professionals. If you're, if you're inviting them to happy hours, you're sending in some deals and there's nothing coming back, hey, we have to have a conversation. And that's when you have the conversation. If you're doing everything in your power to help them and they're not helping you, there has to be a conversation. There has to be a conversation around that. Joe. Is the gifting or the, thanks. Is the gifting or the treatment of the whales any different than the VIPs once the whale becomes a VIP? Or do you, it's like, hey, you're a VIP now, you're in the group. Do you, yeah, that, yeah. That's a great question. You want to answer it? You want me to answer it? So we're going to go, we're, we're, gonna, we're, we're, gonna, we're about to jump into like what we what, do. What we do is going to be next. What we can be next. But obviously, right I, I think you have to do stuff for those whales to get them to even, you know, recognize you. And then once they recognize you, yes, you, you get them on there. And then obviously in the normal VIP gifting. Yes. Oh, hold on a second. What conversation do you have? Like, let's say you bring someone on your, on your VIP list mm -hmm. and they haven't sent you any referrals. It's been a while. What's the conversation that you have with them? Sure. Conversation goes just like this. Hey, um, I have the mic. We can, we can roll. Oh, fine. Yeah, yeah. All right. So um, you have a lot of fun in all our events. We're having a great time, oh aren't we? Oh, my gosh. I love it. I love it. Awesome. Awesome. Um, I know I've sent you three people. How did those work out? Oh, yeah. They worked out great. Super appreciate it. Awesome. Well, I, I really appreciate you taking care of them. But to have these really fun, cool parties, um, on my end, obviously, we're just looking for some reciprocal business so we can keep doing them. I want to keep doing them. I'd love to do them together with you, have more of your clients come my way, me send you more clients. I get a lot of clients from these events to send to you. All I'm looking for, it. I'll give you three. I need one. How about I give you three more and I get one, but I need to get one from you first. How's that sound? Yeah, I can do that. Awesome. Look forward to it. So, All right. That's how the conversation goes. I'm super direct. I right. say, hey, have we been having a lot of fun recently? Yes. What can I do to earn some business from you? What can I do to get a deal from you? Yeah. Would you send me a deal? What do I need to do? Super direct. That's how I would approach it. Along the same lines, the VIP definition, right? So when we went at the table, I, I was thinking of, okay, five plus deals a year from this one VIP, which what's the definition for referrals? What do you expect out of a VIP before they drop off your VIP list? One a year? No, I like my target, if you're on my VIP list, one a quarter. This is one a quarter, one, one deal a year. I, I, one I, I'm a quarter all, is what I'm looking yeah, for. Yeah, I'm looking for one deal a year minimum. I mean, and obviously there's some people that are whales on that VIP list that send me multiple transactions. Rick's on my list. Obviously, I get multiple transactions from Rick. 
So there's going to be some people that do multiple. Uh, but if you're not getting one a year, if you look at, the, you really need to analyze it. What has allowed me to really analyze my VIP list is the 90-day boot camp. All right, and I think it's almost like we should be, we should really should be analyzing our VIP list monthly. If we're calling someone, you know, so many times and they're not calling us back, they're not coming to our events, they're not, I mean, why are they still on the list, right? Why are they still on the list? And that's why we go and obviously go whale hunting for new ones because we want to replace those that are on there. So you just want to make sure it's, it's a reciprocal situation where they're a VIP for you, but you're a VIP for them and vice versa, right? Um, so a couple other things that I'm in. Go, question. Yes, so with financial advisors, you, you guys mention it a lot. What do you offer them as value besides referrals, especially if you have more than one financial advisor as VIP? How much, I don't have that much referrals to give them. So how do you know they need referrals and want referrals from you? I assume. That's, well, don't assume. That's questions. I got, one, I got one financial planner. It was an elderly couple, and... Um, they said their financial planner told them to go on Zillow and find someone with, with really high reviews. We had high reviews, um, so they called us. And I said, so your financial planner told you to go to Zillow. He didn't refer you to anyone? He's like, no. I said, you know, is your financial planner taking great care of you? Yes. Do you mind if I call your financial planner? No. And I said, in the meantime, do you mind just texting him and just saying how, how much great care we're taking of you already? So he did that. I called him. I was like, hey, I'm, I'm helping your clients. They're great. Um, it sounds like you don't have a realtor that you refer out. Is that correct? He's like, yes. My, my um, realtor moved out of the area. I don't have anyone, and I don't, I don't know anyone. I was like, all right. So um, how can I help you with your business? I would love all your referrals. How can I help you? He's like, I'm aging in my career. All my clients are aging in my career. I just want to make sure they're well taken care of. I don't expect anything of you. Just take great care of my people. So you don't know what they want. Right? I, I invite them to happy hours. They can connect with other people there. So we're, another thing, we're going to talk about what we do with them. Bring them there. I have done, we're, um, I have asked them to do a market update video. We've done market update Zooms. We've done market update meetings. All, right? all the stuff we teach at the core, I bring my financial planners there, allow leads for them to come in. The ones that want leads, the ones that need leads. It just depends on what they want. Justin, right next to you. Sorry. I say one other thing, just don't take for granted either with financial planners that they're asking at their you know, annual or biannual reviews, are you making any real estate decisions? Buy, sell, second home, refinance. Some of them just have to be reminded to implement that in their presentation and conversation. So. Yep. And you will have more referrals than you think. Anyone relocating, changing jobs, how are you rolling over your 401k? What are you doing with the 401k? You've got to think, what do they need and when are gonna people need that financial planner? That, that they call you about that you can make that referral to. So you can make more referrals. It's up to that financial planner to lock them up and close them, right? So it's up to them. Really quick. Hannah, I think going off what you said, a great question I'd like to ask a VIP would be, if you ran into somebody tomorrow that's looking to buy, sell, invest, who would you refer? So you're kind of putting them on the spot. It's a little bit indirect, but nine times out of ten they're going to say, well, of course you. Awesome. Thank you. Can I count on you to refer that person, right? Yep. Cool. Isolated in there. A um, couple other things that I do, and we'll keep going with questions too. Um, coaching youth sports. All right, so many of us have kids that are in sports. I mean, you're coaching. Again, you don't do that for um, meeting VIPs or referral, but they will come. Obviously, there's you know other professionals out there that have kids that play sports. And I mean, I love coaching youth sports. I've done it for years, and business just comes out of that. You'll meet VIPs. Um, Chamber of Commerce. Um, Charities. We just did charities. Get involved in a charity that, that's dear to you. You will meet. Most people that are involved in charities, giving money to charities, are obviously business professionals. That's a great other, other, other way. Um, asking friends and family. We talked about it. Um, I know Patrick talked about 
asking others there. Um, social media, LinkedIn. If you know someone that's connected with somebody that you really want to meet, I know we're whale hunting now. If you put them in LinkedIn, see if someone in your LinkedIn knows that person and then ask them if they will introduce you. So social media, I know we don't advertise on social media, but that is a great point. If you're on LinkedIn, whether it's you know whatever else you use, there could be a social media interaction that you, if you know them being connected with someone else, it could be an easier, warmer call to get into that. Um, hold on one sec. I have an operational marketing question. So um, we have our CMA and you rank your people, VIPs, top 50, whatever. And do you attach to them sort of the marketing plan? Who gets the EOS? Who gets the loss? Uh, maybe a newsletter or something like that. Once you put somebody in your system, how do you attach your marketing plan Perfect. to them? That, we're going to go into that. We're going to go. In, we're going to go into that next. The only other thing I would say is one other thing that I did. I put together a business mastermind group with professionals that want to just, hey, what struggles are you having with your business? What are we having? How can we help one another? So business mastermind group, business mastermind group. I actually created. I did that out of my workout group. I said, hey, we work out. We obviously go to coffee. All, many of us are business owners, not all of us. Why don't we do a business mastermind? And again, I led it, I ran it, and that's one of the things that I'm, I'm doing um, once a month. Um, at first, the second Tuesday of every month, we get together for coffee and do business masterminds. So set up a business mastermind group. They're not calling you, you're not seeing them, but find a way in time that works just to go and brainstorm on business. All right, you're going to brainstorm on business. We're going to go, um, I really want to do some table work, and then we're going to go what we do to these VIPs. Um, you know, obviously the letter of the heart, EOS, all that kind of stuff. But what other ways do you guys find VIPs? Some table work. We're going to longest hair first. What do you guys do to find VIPs? Who's got some great stuff they want to share? Raise your hand. Great stuff. Over here, we got some. Everyone's pointing this way. Where's the mic? There you go. I tried to get into the Chamber of Commerce in my community, and there was already realtors. They didn't let me in. So I created my own. I have 12 professionals in my business, in the community. And once a month, we meet at 8 a.m. They um, have an opportunity to talk about their business, and then we network. Um, they pay for the breakfast when it's their month, and I've gotten so many referrals. I run it. I have a net. I have a WhatsApp group where every time you get a referral, you get a shout out that you gave the referral. We give them kudos, and it's just really great. I post them all over LinkedIn, so they get um, referrals from that, and they get recognition. And I run the group myself. That is unbelievable. That's Write that down. Hey, just create your own group. Don't find something to do. Create your own group. Right, right. For real, you need to do that before the end of the year. Get your top, top VIPs and have a regular, like I do a regular breakfast once a month with my top eight guys. And it's like all those guys give me 10 plus deals a year. Um, I lead it. I'm coaching them. That's why I bring Wealth Accumulator. I'll introduce a book. We're hanging out. We're helping each other. We're coaching each other up like Get involved and have your top people come to a breakfast meeting or a lunch meeting every single month without fail. Huge. All right, any others? Henry's got one. 
my tailor came into town, so I held a nice event at my office with all VIP guys, and we just had a guy's night, and then he got a bunch of business for me, and then could introduce me to his clients that I didn't know, so that worked really well for me. Sweet. That's awesome. Tailors, and I know we didn't talk about that. That is huge and a great introduction. They always, how come they can get three referrals after going to every appointment? Those guys get three referrals guaranteed, and we don't get it. Every appointment, they, those suit guys get three. It's a great lead source for us. Yes. Uh, so me and my lender and my financial advisor purchased a platinum membership at Top Golf. So it was, cool. it was a thousand bucks each for the whole year, and we ask our VIPs to bring one person as cool as they are every month. Sweet. So so out of like twelve new people, I'll usually have three or four that I really hit it off with, and it's very organic. That's awesome. Doing it that way. That's sweet. So yeah, and have other VIPs invite VIPs. Brad. I haven't done this yet, but um, in your neighborhood, you have lots of business professionals, and it's something I'm planning on doing next year where you highlight them on Facebook or something like that, so you create this neighborhood farm of business people that will send you business. Somebody gave this gift to me to, to, to do. So basically what you're doing is you're just highlighting every business owner in your neighborhood to create that bond in that referral process for your When did someone tell you about that? When did someone tell you about that? Was it you? I don't know, but when was it? <laughs> I a long remember. time ago. Just do it. Yes. Just do it. Write it down. You will do that by the end of the year. By the end of the year. So, Phil, what do you do with your VIPs to make sure they stay VIPs? Cool. So I'm going to go through this. I'm going to go through this really quick, and then we're going to have questions on it, because I know B already had a question on, on what to do. So um, monthly happy hours. Monthly happy hours. All right. People don't do a monthly happy hour. Just do it. Monthly do happy it. hours. The way I do it, two tickets, two drink tickets. I have appetizers. I have co-sponsors for it. Um, I did my last one at Rick's Garage. It was super cool. People loved it. I try. I, Rick likes the same spot. I like to change it up. Everyone loved his cool cars. You know, he allowed me to use it. I saved some money having it in his garage. Um, so just have your happy hours at cool, fun places. I like to change it up to get you know different people that might not have come out. So anybody not drink? I have a student that doesn't drink, and she does book club, and like 20 people come to the book club. It's every single month without fail. They read the book. She like crushes it in the book club, and that's her happy hour. There you go. It does not need to be a happy hour for drinking, you know, so it's just really up to you what you want to do. Um, birthday program. You need to have birthday program. Obviously, have all about you so you can find out what they like, what you can gift them. Um, videos. Add them to your videos. Obviously, your market updates, your business stuff, investments. I do fun stuff with them, too, right? Right now... Um, I do, and this is obviously open up to more than just VIPs, but I do an NFL pick them, um, and I do a video with it. Um, they can pick, and I think some of you guys might be on that, that email. They pick every game, and every week there'll be a winner. Whoever wins, I will donate to their charity of choice. So uh, you were giving back, and the VIPs see that. They love that. It's just another way to get your face in front of them with a video every week. You announce the winner. They love hearing their name. So I think it's a super great um, just fun stuff. Our videos don't always need to be about real estate. They do not always have to be about Robbie real estate. Robbie Sampson's been crushing it with videos. He sends a monthly video out to everybody, and it's a giveaway. So they'll say, hey, we're giving away a green egg this time. Uh, in March, they always give away a mortgage payment. So they draw one name. Basically, you watch the video. He explains what the giveaway is, and then you have to click the link below. When you click the link below, you put in your name, and there's two questions. And the first question is, are you considering buying and selling in the next two years? And the second question is, do you know anybody that's considering buying or selling in the next two years? And every time he sends this video, he averages between 20 and 30 leads. It's crazy. Um, visit them. Lunch with them. 
dinner with them, drinks on a smaller basis. Um, EOS and letter of the heart. We know it's everyone on my VIP list is EOS and letter of the heart. Uh, EOS and letter of the heart. No. Mail. Yep. Good old mail. LOH for real every month. People struggle with this. I think you got to be real, share pain. I get a really, really great response from my letter, and I used to struggle with it. My best letter that I wrote this year was in January. I told a bunch of people, but in December, we're sitting around the table uh, last year, and you know I've got twin boys. One won't shut up. He says everything. He just talks a mile a minute. I wonder where he gets that from. And then the other one doesn't say anything. He's got a speech delay. And then I also have a daughter. So my son that won't shut up is like telling me all about all the different dinosaurs he wants Santa to bring him. And I'm like, all right, Brody, yes, you're going to get some dinosaurs. I'm sure Santa's going to take care of you. And I turn to my daughter. I'm like, Haley, baby girl, what do you want Santa to bring? She's like, well, you know, it's Jesus' birthday, and he's got a ton of power. And Santa's got a lot of power. And I think I can combine those powers and help Vince talk. And that's what I want wow. for Christmas. So like just unbelievable, I mean I was just like, I literally was like crying, I'm like there must be dust in here or something. But it's like three bold paragraphs, I didn't use too many words, I get a lot of y'alls and it's like I don't even want to read it because it's too long. So it's short and sweet, big bold and you got to put a nice picture. So right when that happened I took a picture of us sitting at a dining room table and I put that in there and I got massive response. So I think you're overthinking a lot of stuff. Look, look you guys all, just, it just wowed you guys, you're like oh, what do you think it did to everyone who got that letter? Alright, everyone, just... They need to be, realize we're real, we have the same issues and problems. My letter was my daughter going off to college, you know, so you can, my most recent one, so you got to talk about those things. You're, I mean, literally, I look at it as a Facebook post, your letter to the heart. If it's something you'd probably post on Facebook, social media, you want others to know, just put it in a letter. Is your next letter going to be about how you rip down the goalposts? Goalposts, yes, yeah, so we, we were on the field, so my daughter's at Tennessee, we were at the Alabama-Tennessee game, so... So Rick, Rick's Monday VIP call, I, let, I made sure I let him know because he loves Alabama. That, hey, I just want to let you know. I ended with, hey, I was at that game. I want to let you know I was at the game and on the field and the goalpost came down. He goes, ha ha, click, and hung up. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so we called them with EOS, letter of the heart. Um, I have separate exclusive parties for some of them. Um, I do a lot of builder business. I know Patrick does. I've done like just rent out like a whole section of the bowling alley. We've gone bowling. Um, Food, drinks on that. I think smaller, intimate yeah. events are just knocking it out of the park. I rented a bus for 15 people. We drove my, uh, an hour up the way to do a winery and a brewery tour and came back. It was 15 VIPs. Amazing. Uh, we've taken the same bus and drove out an hour and a half to Uvalde, Texas, where you could literally shoot tanks. You go to this ranch <laughs> and you get in a tank and you shoot an army tank. So I had eight guys do that with me. It was just freaking awesome. We go to Top Golf all the time we do special dinners all the time but i think like smaller intimate group yep. settings that are events with like five to eight of your awesome vips is just unreal most of these people are so busy like we are and they don't have time to plan stuff they want to do stuff they want to get out and about when you do these things they'll be there i did a great gatsby roaring 20s party or whatever it was for um, my builders it was an active adult community i had them invite all the clients that we both helped and literally they loved it they loved it. Everyone got dressed up. We rented out the facility. So you can do these different events. Um, the other, if you're not doing this, this is the key. Have them at your house. Have them at your house. I have people over for football Monday night, Sunday night, Thursday. I, I don't do all three, but I pick a night of the week and we'll have them over for football. Um, we, I've done paddle boarding, inviting people over to just go all paddle boarding. I'm on the lake. So find people to come over to your house. Fire pit, smoke cigars, whatever you like to do, have them at your house. Book club, just have it at your house. All right, have them over to your house. Um, we got a question right here, Greg. 
Really quick, Phil, when you have those intimate gatherings, are you sending a group text, an email? How do you invite them? I'm actually picking up the phone, calling them, or, and if I don't get them, I'll shoot a text. If you want somebody sure. to show up, call them. Yeah, call them. Call them, call them, call them. Can I give you the last secret sauce that I do with mine? So anytime that we're doing anything, any Monday VIP call, whatever it is, here's my formula. It's like eight things. If you want to take eight bullet points really quick, it's probably too many, but it's a really quick script. So I just mentioned the wine tour. We did that last month. 15 people were on the bus. I called them all. And I said, hey, Chad, thanks so much for coming to the wine tour. It was just awesome to hang out. I didn't know you could put down so much wine. It's ridiculous. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but look, dude, the way you take care of all three little babies, I like admire that so much. You and Kristen come around, and I'm like, I want that in my life. Like, you make me want to be a better dude all the time. So <laughs> I just need to be around you a little bit more. I'm actually, like, you're such a high-caliber guy. I know I can ask you this favor. Like, I need a favor from you, and I need you to just find one, just one person that needs to buy or sell a home in the next 30 days. Can I please get your commitment to helping me out with that? Man, thanks so much. Hey, don't just give them my card or tell them about me. Like, call me up and give me their name and number so I know that it's coming from you so I can take awesome care of them. Cool? That's what none of y'all are doing. Dude, that's like a very, very specific ask. So there's eight steps to it. Number one is give honor. Number two is ask the favor. Number three, be specific. I want one buyer or seller. I don't do commercial. I don't do rentals. Mm -hmm. I want a buyer or seller, one of them. Four, I lower the bar. Lower the bar. Just one. Just one. Most people give like four or five. I just want one for me. <laughs> five, I put a time frame in the next 30 days. That's super specific when you put a time frame. Six, I, get, I use words like commit. I get their commitment. Can I count on you for that? Can I get your commitment for that? They know how serious I am. Seven, I don't just say, sweet, thank you. I teach them how to refer me. Like, give me a call with their name and number. Don't just give them my card. I specifically told them how to refer me. And then I made it back about them. Like, call me with their name and number because I want to make sure that I take extra special care of them when they're coming from you. So I made it about them. So give them honor, ask the favor, be specific with what you want, lower the bar, put a time frame, get the commitment, teach them how to refer you, and then make it about them. If you do that more often, you will dominate. I just wrote that down. He is so much more direct and dialed in than I am. That was like on point. That was on point. Write that down. That was key. We have more questions out there, looks like. All right. Guys, I'm not a huge relationship person. I'm a tactical person. That script that Patrick gave me, we've turned that into a tactic. It's now in the book. Broken down just like they're, it's not called the Conway script. They wouldn't let me do that. <laughs> but it's now in the book, word for word, exactly like that. So I'll, I'll get the page and I'll tell you which one it is. But that script is word for word, tactically broken down. So for those of us that don't have the natural gift of relationship, you can see the tactics of how to do that from Patrick Conway. That was thank super you for that. huge. Game super changer huge. for me. It's on page 156. That was our point, we were talking about that when we were a second ago. I'm like, he's just so much more direct and tactical. I just get out and about and be charismatic, and it just comes and smile. So, and, and you could be different. I love what Dan said that. We're, we're different in every regard, but there is different ways to, to be an MVP for your VIP. While, we we're, while we're going through Q&A, on the back is the QR code. Please scan it. Give us a five. If you can't give us a five, come up here and I'll dance for you or whatever you want. <laughs> so if you need more tactics to stay after class, we'll help you so we get that five. Um, where was the mic? Where's the mic? Where's the mic? There it is. Hey, so we're trying to up our monthly VIP happy hours. 
And I just wanted to get y'all's, uh, you know, how you guys do that monthly. Is it an email? I know you say you call people. How large is it? Do you open up to everybody? Yep. Um, because that's something that we want to up and also have decent turnout for it. So yep. any, any suggestions? Yes, that's great. So I, I open it up to more than just my VIPs. I want to have people there that I can actually refer to my VIP. So that's even a better connection. So I do, I do open it up. Um, since it's more people, we send a um, email. We send a video. Video from me is usually what gets open the most and gets the most responses. And our big, big events that we do, kind of not just our VIP clients, families. Um, yeah, baseball thing, I did slide dial broadcast. Slide dial broadcast, you record a message, you send it out, they think you're literally calling them personally. Like half of the people call back, I just missed the call, because it literally goes right into their voicemail. So bigger events, that one we had 300 people at it, so it's, it's possible to individually call every one of them, so we, we do that. So And smaller events, after the event, we make the phone calls on the happy hours. Um, on the um, bigger events, just a video, I can't call that many people. But I will call people that made referrals. So we, at our events, we also have a registration and on there, we ask for two referrals. So we have, you know anyone else looking to buy or sell? And there's a spot where they register that. We do a raffle for a gift card at all of our events. So that's a way they register. You're going to get people to register. Hey, fill your name out here for the gift card. And it has, who are the next two people you know? How many big events do you do a year? Four, one per quarter. One per quarter. Fall festival, um, Easter egg hunt, Santa in a movie, those kind of events. Cool. Yes. I started doing um, happy hours in January every single month, and they started out really great, and, like, a lot of people were there. They were bringing their friends, like we asked, like, somebody else to connect us to, and now they've, like, the last two, well, I guess it's three months now, they've died down a lot. Is that, like, should I switch up location? Because I know one of you said that you like to switch it up a little bit, or should I add more different VIPs, invite different people, or what would you suggest? I would, my suggestion on two things, I would change to a different location so it doesn't get stale. I know Rick is a creature of habit, wants same place, same time. Say, but I would change it up, and I would add some more people. Okay. I would add some more people, people that you're looking to be VIPs, other whales, other great clients that are referring out. I'd call them and be like, how can you stop coming to my happy hour? You're hurting my that, feelings. See, he's more direct. I, just, I, just invite, I invite more people. I invite more people. <laughs> I was going to say, my, um, I did happy hours for a long time. Obviously, we started having babies. The people, my VAPs, are all my age, so same situation. So I started doing coffee happy hours from 8 to 10. I got this really swanky coffee shop. They can order whatever drink they want. I have, like, these gourmet donuts. And it's probably double the attendance from the happy hour. And they'll, they'll bring coworkers from their office. And it's also an excuse to leave the office from 8 to 10. But it's been a great attendance. That's awesome. Yeah, so I think, again, change it up. Maybe it's coffee. Maybe it's kind of lunch. Find different ways and different things. That's, that, was, that was key right there. Yes? So there's a book written. Uh, it's called The Golden Handoff. And it was written by a realtor who's like acquired like four or five retiring agents' business. So he wrote a whole book about how to do it. So there you go. The Golden, golden Handoff. Other questions out there? One more, and then Patrick's going to take us out. He brought us in. He's going to take us out. So how do you handle the conversation? Um, like, when if, I have a great financial advisor, but, like, if I'm 
sometimes like if you're contacting a CPA or financial, they want the business from you because like you're, you're a whale for them. Like how do you direct that conversation and set those expectations like to add them as a referral partner without giving them your business? So you're a financial planner, you said? Yeah. Or like a CPA, like any of those kind of uh, positions where they are like, well, why don't you give me your business? And then I'll start giving like, how do you handle those conversations? So, so I have three financial planners. And I have a little bit with each one of them. One of my financial planners does my, my personal stuff. One does my business 401k. I have another one that does life insurance. So that's kind of how I set it up. Um, and it's the way I'm, I'm always looking. I'm not going to, I just really think that it has to be um, equal. Um, so same thing. I was like, okay, you want me to put my, my money with you? How about we sell your house? We'll do the same. I'll list your house. I'll bring my money. Oh, you don't want to sell your house? Okay, let's wait. Let's just send business back and forth first, and then we'll figure that out. All right. I mean, if they're going to ask you for their business, ask them for theirs, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you have your money somewhere else. They have their house that they're comfortable in. Maybe when I'm looking to make a change, let's work together. And maybe later on, we'll earn business together and, and I'll move my money there. I'll sell your house. We'll figure it out later. But right now, let's just send reciprocal business back together, okay. back and forth. Steve Bill can be very correct. See that? There you go. <laughs> well, the last thing I'll leave you with, I have three little kids. Two nights ago, my son... I get a video from my son, he's playing a bunch of soccer, and in soccer practice, he scores like five and six goals every time, and he hasn't gotten a goal in a game, and he had a goal in the game, and I got a video, and it was him like, I got a goal, I got one goal, I got, and I was like, just like brought so much happiness to my life, and I was like, at that moment in time, I would like crush it with any VIP, make all the calls, hit as many leads in one day, like, I feel like, man, that just made my day, and I think I feel like that about 10% of the time. So like 90% of the time, I got to like go back to something like that and get that video. Like every time we come to a summit, I think about being at the summit, I'm super pumped up and I'm like, I can take over the world. And I go back to the office and it's like, I need to like have the take over the world mentality all the time. Like y'all are the Michael Jordans of your marketplace if you just choose to do the work all the time. So we gave you some really good tactics. You have to take those and go do it every single day. Thank you very much. Hey guys. You've been listening to the core sales training bootcamp. For registration information about our two-day business building summits, call 1-800-660-6670 or find us on the web at thecoretraining.com.